I feel like everyone's like, my market is oversaturated because there's just so many wedding photographers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was starting, I was really like, I have to find a way to make people book me and not the 50 other amazing wedding photographers that there are in Dallas. And oh, yeah. having really capitalizing on the fact that I'm a concert photographer and I love, you know, so many things that have to do with events and everything like that really, really helped me connect with clients. So definitely I would say infusing your personality wherever you can and having those things about you that really make you stand out and connect to people. So like for me, it's always my love of music and concerts and how like I want your wedding photos to make it look like it was the biggest party of the year. And that's what I want my reception photos to always look like. And so I always talk about that with my clients too. I'm like, I want your photos to make it look like if you weren't there, you missed out. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today is Madison Rainey. She is a wedding and concert photographer based out of Dallas, Texas, just up the road from me. I mean, like three hours up the road, but you know, it's fun to have someone else from Texas on the podcast. Uh, Today, she is sharing how she has taken aspects of her concert photography and then use them for wedding photography. Um, and also how you can do the same sort of thing with, with most types of photography. We also get into brand recognition, being authentic with your personality and a lot of other great conversation. Uh, so let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I've got Madison Rainey with me this evening. Um, I'm very excited about, um, tonight's episode. I don't remember how I found you. I think it was just like maybe like the uh, Instagram explore page or something. Um, but I think one of your concert photos popped up and I was like, Ooh, that's a, that's an epic photo. And then I just started going through your stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. She sounds really fun. Uh, <laughs> I want to have her on the podcast. So, um, Madison, welcome. Thanks for, thanks for being on the show tonight. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be on the podcast. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm excited for wherever our conversation goes tonight. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, let uh, give the the listeners a little background on you, just where you're based. What do you love photographing? So uh, my name is Madison Rainey. I'm based in Dallas, Texas, but I kind of I kind of travel and shoot all over now. Um, but I love my first and greatest love of photography is always going to be concert photography. That's um, that was kind of my gateway into the photography world and what I started with. I've since transitioned to now I'm balancing both concerts and weddings. Um, okay. Both have been both. They kind of bled into each other to where I say event photography is kind of my bread and butter now. But concert photography is really where my heart is and always will be. I love nice. it. Nice. Yeah, I I've always had, um, I don't know, like a longing to photograph concerts. Um, like back in the day I used to go to, I don't know how many concerts a year. Like that was like my brother and I would just, that's what we did for years was anytime we were giving each other gifts like Christmas, birthdays, whatever. Um, which is really the only times we were giving each other gifts. Um, we would do like band t-shirts or, concert tickets. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And it was like a really easy thing. I think we were probably, I was probably like 17, 18, whenever we decided let's just do this. So we don't have to think about like, what is he going to like? I don't know. I'll get him like this, like leather handbag thing that maybe, I don't know. And instead it's like, Oh no, we're going to go see this concert in October and it's going to be amazing. Um, so yeah, we went to a ton of concerts. I now have kids. Um, and you know, it's harder to get, uh, sitters and everything to go to concerts, but I miss them. And I've, I've always enjoyed 
taking photos, even though mine were not all that amazing. I'm, I'm really interested. How did you get into like photographing concerts? Was that just like bringing your camera with you? Yeah. So I, I always say that, like, I, I kind of fell into photography in general. Like I never really set out to become a photographer. It kind of just slowly evolved into that. And mm-hmm. concert photography was my gateway into it, which it started kind of like, just like you were saying, like, I just, I love concerts. I've always, every time a tour is announced, I'm, I always, you know, plan to go to at least one, if not multiple dates. Um, that's really all I do for fun. That's how, you know, how I've met my best friend. That's how I met my husband. That's kind of, yeah, the same thing with your brother. That's how me and my husband are. We always give gifts are always like band t-shirts or vinyls or concert tickets. Like that's, that's definitely a big thing in our relationship as well. So just always been an avid concert goer, just like you said. Um, But then when I guess right after I graduated college, my at the time fiance, now husband and I were uh, trying out our hand with doing our own online music publication cool. and it didn't last very long, but it was, okay. um, <laughs> we, we've always kind of had that like entrepreneurial spirit where we like wanted to do something to get us away from the nine to five jobs. Um, right. Yeah, that was our first attempt. It didn't work. We never made money with it, but it was fun. So <laughs> Um, that's that's the important part I mean for sure making money is helpful Uh, but like I feel like (laughs) as entrepreneurs we're just like I want to do something yeah you want to like put something into the world yeah yeah and if it if it doesn't work out it's like cool I learned some things from it (laughs) and I can I can put those into the next business that I start yes Um, so that's that's cool how um Okay. So yeah, I kind of cut you off in that story. So jumping back in. No, <laughs> you're good. Music thing. That's so well. And yeah, actually that's, that's kind of how I say it didn't ever make me money, but it evolved into my then taking photos. And so I guess it in a roundabout way got me to where I am now. Yeah. But so we, we were doing the music, the like online music publication, and I was going to see the main in Austin. Um, cause I'm a big pop punk, anything that was like popular in the early two thousands. I love, um, oh, yeah. I was going to see the main and I was like, I wonder if I could like apply for a press pass and bring my camera in. Cause at the time I had like a rebel T3i, uh-huh. I used it on auto. I just had it in college to like have a camera, um, didn't actually know how to use it, you know? Right. But I was like, that would be cool. So, um, ended up getting a press pass and a free ticket to the show. And took my little Canon Rebel and shot on auto. And all the photos were terrible and blurry and Uh horrible. But it was so much fun. And it was a way to get into concerts for free. And you get to go into the photo pit. So you get to be super up close to the stage. Um, So it was so fun. And I did that for a couple of years. I eventually moved back to Dallas and got a marketing job. And again, didn't really intend to pursue photography seriously, but it was, it was just fun. I was already going to shows. It was waiting in for free. Um, so I did that for a couple of years before I eventually, now I shoot for live nation Dallas. So it turned into a job, but nice. yeah, that's kind of how I got my start in it. Just kind of wanting to do it for fun. And yeah. that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, I had, I'm also, I love the, the pop punk scene like those they're very lively concerts Mm -hmm. which is what I love and like the people aren't because I I like a bunch of different music and like I went to go see Regina Spector once and she is not pop punk um and like it was the first concert that I went to that was in a big arena where people were sitting the entire time and I was like this is this is weird I I want to like get up and like even Uh in like the faster songs no one was getting up no one was like you know pumping their fists in the air or anything (laughs) um so yeah I have not been into a ton of concerts like that usually it's like our our go-to because we my brother and I went to a ton of concerts in Austin because we both lived there for years and uh like we Mm -hmm. would leave just drenched in sweat like ours everyone else around us and it was like, we would just walk to the nearest gas station and buy like a gallon of water and just chug that on our way back to the car. Um, so yeah, it's, it's fun, fun memories, uh, for sure. But that's really cool that you got like, just kind of, uh, how, how difficult was that to get a press pass? Cause I've never 
never even crossed my mind like, oh, I should like apply for this to take better photos. Yes. So it's, it's surprisingly really not hard, especially I'd say like, if you're wanting to shoot shows that are like house of blues, house of blues size or smaller, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy when you get to the bigger shows, obviously they right. get, they get a little more picky. Um, but there's a lot of online music publications where you can just like ask if they need any more contributing photographers or whatever, and then apply for press passes to shoot and then put your images on there. So it's you're you really are press because you're posting the images online and doing a review of the show and all of that. So yeah. it's, I, it was, I kind of had it just kind of like figured it out, but you can, you can find a lot of bands, uh, PR people's email addresses online, or sometimes you can email the venue directly, but they, I think it's getting more away from that to where they don't really have the power to approve press. It has to be through the artist for the most part right. in my yeah. experience at least, but yeah, it's, it's really not hard, especially if you have, an online publication that you're shooting for and you're like, Hey, I'll, I'm going to do a show review and post the images on here. A lot of PR people are like, great. We're all for it. Here's your, your press pass and ticket are waiting for you. I will call. Have fun. Nice. Nice. Do you have any like crazy concert stories being in the pit or any, any like, uh, cause I, I saw, I don't know if you know the, they're more like a Christian rock band. Cause I grew up very, uh, um, we could only listen to Christian music. So like my, my music was like Christian rock, Christian metal, something like that. That was not like Chris Tomlin and, uh, the, it's a band called Emory. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know them. Um, yeah. I saw them. I don't know. It was either in high school or maybe shortly after high school. Um, and the, the lead guitarist had like the, uh, the wireless, uh, I was going to say wireless cord, but just like the wireless setup to where he just like started walking out onto the, uh, onto the, the people and, uh, the people in front of me did not realize what he was doing. So his foot just slipped and like kicked me right in the face. Um, so that, that was a fun night. Um, (laughs) and and, uh, like, I imagine like taking photos or something that would be uh, a little scary for your equipment. Yeah. Um, but do you have any like interesting stories from concerts? I have, I have one, um, uh, that's like a horror story from a concert, oh. which again, I like a lot of like the, I like pop punk, heavy rock, kind of getting into the metal scene, um, yeah, I yeah. Was shooting, asking Alexandria and right off the bat, there were crowd surfers flying. And normally, cause when you're shooting a show, the rule for basically every show is you can shoot the first three songs from the photo pit, mm-hmm. uh, no flash those are your rules. And so I'm in the photo pit and obviously, so it gets pretty crowded, especially if there's multiple photographers because you've got security and the photographers. And then if you've got crowd surfers on top of that, you're like trying to dodge people flying (laughs) at you, but they're coming from the other direction, trying to focus on taking photos. So it gets a little chaotic, Uh Um, but I, there was, I didn't hear, I think the security guard like was like, Hey, move, move, move. And I didn't hear him. Cause I was like this, right. Yeah. With my camera up to my face. And, um, all of a sudden I, I feel something on my head and I get kicked in the head by a crowd surfer. And I like use my camera to break my fall. So my face doesn't hit the side of the stage, but then, but then it the just lens. cracked my lens. Oh no. Um, and I didn't bring my bag into the uh, into the photo pit because it was only the first three songs. So I normally shoot depending on the stage size with like my 24 to 70, mm-hmm. um, if we're up close and it just shattered the lens. And then I just, I just couldn't shoot the rest of the show because it was done. Luckily my camera was okay. Oh, but That's good. Yeah. 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 Always but like, be on the lookout for crowd surfers. Always. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like you got one eye on the, uh-huh. on the viewfinder, the other one, just like looking for, random feet coming at your head Mm -hmm. oh man that's i mean that's almost worse that well no probably not but like a 24 to 70 that's that's a pretty pricey lens too um -hmm. to shatter uh because i've i've dropped a few uh i had a faulty um strap at a wedding once Mm -hmm. and just like turned at a reception put my camera back down by my side and then there was nothing to hold it and just smashed the lens broke my speed light and everything 
but the camera body was good. So at least, <laughs> at least they make those nice and strong. Uh, it just, it hurts your heart when you see that cracked. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh, I was, um, I was taking some engagement photos, um, here in college station and it's, it's fall. So it was, you know, prime season for senior photos because it's nice and cool outside. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to sweat like crazy under a cap and gown. And there was some girl taking photos. You could tell that she was like a friend of whoever she was photographing. And one of the other girls in their group, like grabbed her backpack to take it closer, but she hadn't zipped up the back. And I heard the sound of a lens just smashing against the stairs and yeah, it was, it wasn't even mine, but like my heart sank just like that. Oh, okay. Like that's, that's probably like the worst sound for photographers. Like oh, if you need right. a good sound to like set as your alarm clock or something to really get you out of bed, um, just a, a breaking lens, uh, oh, yeah. definitely work. Hey John, you got a sec? Yeah, friend with the same exact voice as mine. What's up? Do you enjoy going to the post office? You know, I really don't. There's long lines and maybe there's that little like kiosk thing that works sometimes, but the postage doesn't always print and then you have to wait in the long line anyway. So yeah, no. Why do you ask? Well, I think that ShipStation would be perfect for you. ShipStation is a web-based shipping and order management software that makes shipping products so much easier. You can set up automations for your e-commerce site to print postage directly from home automatically. Seriously, it has been a game changer for me and my business. You can easily print and purchase postage directly from your computer right at home or wherever your computer is, and you can get those packages out to your valued clients quicker and with less hassle than traditional shipping methods. That's cool. All right, you got me. How do I sign up? You can sign up for a free 60-day trial at lightdarkco.com slash shipstation. That's lightdarkco.com slash ship station and i'll see you anywhere but the post office cool thanks friend and by the way love your voice thanks i'm interested do you because you you also photograph weddings um is there like something i would imagine like low light photography uh kind of overlaps between concerts and weddings but is there something that maybe you've learned from shooting concerts and events that uh, you can implement into your wedding photography? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think, I think any, any photography that you do is going to carry over no matter mm. what, like you, you always mm-hmm. learn, you know, you, you always take with you new skills and things that you learn from doing different things. But oh, yeah. um, definitely when I started wedding photography, receptions were like, my like I loved shooting receptions and then the, yes. it was the everything before that I kind of had to learn and I had to learn how to take portraits and how to pose people and all of that but when it comes to just like being a fly on the wall and waiting for action to happen like that's that's what I thrive at so yes. low light definitely helps um and that when whenever I would like when I was trying to get into uh wedding photography and I was trying to get like second shooting gigs and just uh, kind of get my feel for it. I, that was a lot of times like what would sell people and getting me to second shoot for them is I would always say I'm a concert photographer. So I'm really proficient with low light photography. Yeah. Um, and all of that. So it definitely, it definitely helped with that. And I feel like so much of concert photography is you, you have to be so ready for moments because like I said, most shows, you only get three songs in the pit and if you're not paying attention and you miss the second that the lead singer jumps off the drums or like, you know, whatever crazy thing is happening, you miss the money shot yeah. and you don't, you don't get a chance to get it back. So I feel like anticipating moments happening is something that I've like really gotten a sense for and like an eye for that's helped a lot with weddings, even in like the ceremony or just like really anticipating things before they happen. And just like carrying that over into really any event photography has been a really good skill that I've learned from photographing so many concerts yeah no i can definitely see how that that corresponds with uh with weddings um because that like 
just like concerts, you don't get a do over. You can't be like, oh, hey, hey, can you like start back from the top? I, I missed that whenever you like threw the guitar around your neck. Um, and, and at weddings, you can't be like, um, so I didn't get the first kiss like during the ceremony. Could y'all just like just just take it from the I do's and uh, exactly. Like, yeah. So it's it's always like staying on your toes and and almost like a, an extra like sixth sense of intuition of uh, especially during receptions. I I also love receptions. It's it's my favorite time. Like that's the bulk of the photos that I I end up giving my couples because I just love all the moments and just like searching all the like, you know, 200 faces and looking for those moments that are about to happen or like, you know, seeing, uh, the, you know, someone heading toward a grandmother to like pull her out on the dance floor. I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to get that moment whenever they're like reaching for each other and, and that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I love that. And I, and you also mentioned like pretty much any photography, you can bring back to weddings. Um, and, and yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I think that like wedding photographers, I know some people, some other photographers in, in the whole photography industry kind of like look down on us, like weddings, you're just doing that for the money. Like weddings are so easy, but it's like, you got portraits, you got event photography, you've got food photography, you've got, um, you know, all, all like indoor, outdoor, it's, it's all the different kinds of things all together. Um, and off camera flash and all of the different things. Uh, so there's, there's a lot, if you're doing any other kind of photography, or if you're coming from any other kind of photography, wanting to get into weddings, there's definitely something that you can bring. Um, even if you, you don't think so, like coming from concerts, uh, you know, if there's another concert photographer listening right now and you're like, I really want to get into weddings, but I don't see the correlation between the two. Um, yeah. Second shooting and letting them know you do concerts and events. Uh, they're going to get some, some bomb uh, reception photos for oh, sure. Yeah. That's, that's really how, and cause like that was my, like I said, the receptions were really my strong suit, but I like, mm -hmm. I really kind of struggled with, cause I didn't know how to pose people and like, doing doing the more like product photography kind of thing where it's getting yeah. like the details and all of that um but it was it was kind of an advantage because I ended up linking up with another photographer in the Dallas area Estes Weddings Caroline Estes she's fabulous um but I second shot for her a ton before I did weddings on my own and she really yes. liked me because I did really well with the receptions and she does like beautiful, beautiful work with like the natural light and the posing and mm -hmm. using, using light so creatively. Like she was so good at that. So we were like the perfect tag team nice. to just kill it at a wedding. So it, yeah, you can definitely work with any strengths that you bring from any, any other area of photography that you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just kind of like a little, this is one of our rabbit trails that we're going to go on. Uh, but like, if you're, if you're wanting to get into weddings and like second shoot, um, look at what you're doing and then just like try and like spin that and pitch it in a way, um, like with you did well, or what you did with like events and concerts as I'm going to be great at the reception. And like, if you're a product photographer and wanting to get into it, it's like, I will be amazing at details and flat lays and like getting those detail photos of, of all the things. Um, so think about what you do and, and just kind of, kind of spin it for whatever you need. Um, what I'm, I'm interested. I like to ask this question to just about everyone. Um, cause it's like so many different answers. Um, and, and I get to learn from, from all of them, but like looking over your career or just like life in general, how, is there, has there been a piece of advice that has really like changed your business or changed your mindset? Like the way that you look at life? Um, I think this is honestly going to be kind of repetitive to what we were just saying, but cool. just, I, I think the biggest thing that I've learned, especially cause like I said, like I didn't, it's been a kind of a long road for me getting from where I thought I was going to end up in my life to ending up being right. in photography. Um, but just like, you just have to try things and you can't, 
logic or like think your way into what you think your ideal life is going to be or what you want your career to be or how you want your life to look. Cause you just, mm-hmm. you don't know what you're going to end up enjoying. So you just have to, you just have to try everything that piques your interest. And that's how I ended up in photography. And honestly, when, when I started doing, when I started making money with weddings, uh, I was making money, but it wasn't enough to like be male, like do make a salary to where I could quit my nine to five jobs. So right. Then I was like, maybe I can supplement that with like other client work. So I tried doing like families and I tried doing seniors. I hated all of that. Um, uh-huh. Weddings were one thing that I was like, I don't think I'd ever want to do weddings. Cause it's so, it just feels like so much pressure that like, like you said, like you can't, you can't have people redo a wedding day. Like if you mess up a family session, you can just, you know, offer a refund or a reshoot or whatever. But if you mess right. up someone's wedding, that's a big deal. Oh yeah. Um, but then I, a friend was in a pinch the first time I ever second shot. Uh, she was like, I literally just need someone with a camera to second shoot for me like tomorrow. And I was like, yeah. I found it and had so much fun. So really, really just trying everything that you can and everything that piques your interest to just figure out what you're going to like. And you, you might be surprised when you in going after things that you think you'll like, you end up not, not being so into. So just yeah. being open to trying as much as you can is the biggest thing that I think the advice that I got when I started and that I would mm-hmm. give anyone for really anything in life, but photography yeah. specifically as well. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and like you said, don't like, you may find that you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I've, I've had second shooters that have shot with me a few times and they're like wanting to get into wedding photography and just kind of like see the behind the scenes and what all it like, what all it takes to be a wedding photographer. And then they do, you know, three or four with me and they're like, yeah, so I don't want to be a wedding photographer. I want to, I want to try. I like, I'm really interested in boudoir now. I want to go do boudoir. I'm like, cool. That's great. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, don't, don't pigeonhole yourself and be like, I'm, I'm interested in wedding photography or I'm interested in, you know, pet portraiture (laughs) and, uh, and that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I want to try. And I'm just going to like force it if you try something and you don't like it, but move on to something else. Uh, there's, there's so many different things that you can photograph. Um, so yeah, I, I really like that. I think that's, and that's good advice. Like just in life. Yeah. Uh, I, when I originally, when I went to school for marketing and I thought what I really wanted to do is I wanted to be, I wanted to do marketing for like a, record label or a music Mm -hmm. festival or, you know, something glamorous like that. Um, And then I ended up getting an internship with a company called team rock. They do uh, metal hammer magazine and classic rock magazine. And I, I spent about six weeks with them and I really liked it for about three. And then uh, the last three weeks, I was like, this isn't as much fun as I thought it would be. And I like, really don't like sitting in the desk from nine to five every day, even if it's like what I thought, I was right. going to love. So you just, you just got to try things. And if it doesn't work out, it's just a way of course correcting. Yeah. Yeah. And you always learn something from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, always. Yeah. Just, just like the, the music career, um, early on with your, uh, you know, when, whenever y'all were doing that, it didn't work out mm-hmm. and you learned from it and it actually like kind of moved you into concert photography exactly. um, where you can make money doing that. Um, so, which is, which is super cool. It's like, a couple of my favorite things, photography and music. It was like the idea of making money from it. Um, like for me, photography, like started as a side gig. Um, I definitely have the entrepreneurial spirit and have always like had little side jobs that I just created. And photography was going to be one of those. Like I started it as a photo booth business and then the first person who hired me for a photo booth was like, oh, do you also do wedding photography? I was like, yeah, sure. And then they hired me for wedding photography. I was like, I guess I'm not doing photo booths anymore. This is, <laughs> this works a lot easier. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, I don't know, just like putting, putting your feelers out there and just trying, mm-hmm. trying all the things. Um, enjoy life and don't get like stuck in, well, I don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do anything. It's like, yeah, go do all the things. Absolutely. I think that's the worst mindset you can have is just to like not do anything. Just like I said, just try it, just try something and you never know where you're going to end up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So 
One of the things I, I mentioned this earlier, I don't know if it was before we were recording or not, but um, I mentioned how like whenever I found your, your work and like going through your Instagram and your, your uh, website, especially, I was just like, I can see so much of Madison. Like I didn't even know you, but I was like, I can tell this is like Madison's personality all over your website. I can see the concert stuff all through the wedding images that you had on, on your website and everything. Um, do you have any tips for, for people who are really wanting to get their personality into their work, into their social media, into their website and, and have it to where a random stranger can find them and just be like, Oh, that's Madison. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, I, I definitely would say that that's the number one thing that kind of propelled me into the wedding world because mm. I feel like everyone's like, my market is oversaturated because there's just so many wedding photographers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was starting, I was really like, I have to find a way to make people book me and not the 50 other amazing wedding photographers that there are in Dallas. And oh, yeah. having really capitalizing on the fact that I'm a concert photographer and I love, you know, so many things that have to do with events and everything like that really, really helped me connect with clients. So definitely I would say infusing your personality wherever you can and having those things about you that really make you stand out and connect to people. So like for me, it's always my love of music and concerts and how like I want your wedding photos to make it look like it was the biggest party of the year. And that's what I want my reception photos to always look like. And so I always talk about that with my clients too. I'm like, I want your photos to make it look like if you weren't there, you missed out. And so just anywhere that you can infuse things. And I know it's talked a lot about in the photography world, like the, like I talk about like shows you love and coffee and stuff like that. But I, Mm I feel like, I feel like those are good to an extent, but also like adding things that really make people feel like you get them is one of the biggest things. So like I get a lot of like rocker brides or brides that wanted my tagline is is, I'm a wedding photographer for unconventional couples. And so people really resonate with that word that I use because it's more than just like a thing that you like, it's like who you are. So right. Yeah. And everyone loves coffee. Like, yes. I mean, like at least half, half of people love coffee. The other half are like, no, I'm tea drinkers or like just water and lemon or whatever uh, craziness that they do. But yeah, like, I like that whole authenticity and like being yourself, but saying I love pumpkin spice lattes is not any different than the other 50 photographers out there being like, yeah, it's PSL season. And you know, I got my first one. Um, but yeah, I, I I love that. I I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think getting away from like the, the objects are just like things that you like and getting more into like, obviously I said, I want, I want mine to be really lively and like, you know, like a concert photography, but if you're more into like that, I want the really like romantic sweet moments captured, make that all about what you talk about and Mm -hmm. just, just kind of the emotions you want to feel and the ways that you connect to people is the biggest thing to like make sure is shown everywhere on your website and social media and in person when you do client, client consults and everything. Nice. Yeah. And I like that. And it's cause that is like kind of a hot topic right now for Mm -hmm. photographers is, you know, relationships and, and, and all that, instead of just being like someone who just shows, so shows up and shoots. Um, but really finding that thing that, that drives you or makes you different. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you were talking about, you know, getting like relationships with, with your couples and, and really making it feel like a party, um, or at least like the photos look like it was a party. Cause like, I've shot. Sometimes they're not. I know. Yeah. Sometimes they're not. There's like three people out on the dance floor. I'm like, all right, everyone get around. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Like these are going to be epic. Uh, just like limbs all over the place. Uh, and people are like, wow, that was a party. It's like, yeah, all three <laughs> people were having a great time. Uh, but, but like that kind of thing, what like fires you up and fuels you and you, and makes you really different than everyone else. Cause I know, it's, it's difficult for a lot of people to be like, I don't know what's different about me. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I love love and uh, I, I want them to be happy. Um, but like, think about what, 
what part of the wedding do you just like really love and just like focus on that? Um, cause I, I also had a, a mentor, um, a, I don't know, a couple of years back, uh, Adam Mason. So shout out to Adam. Um, he was just like, you know, you need to like your, your reception photos are like a party. That's not everyone. Like not everyone can do that. So like, talk about that. And like you said, you talk to your couples about like, I want your reception to look like a party. And I do the same thing to where, um, like, that's what I share a lot of those on, on social media, on my website, uh, because that's different than most photographers who are just sharing, uh, like the, the couple's portraits and, mm-hmm. and, you know, them under like a pretty tree or something, um, which are cool, but it's also, you know, a dime a dozen, you know, a lot of photographers share the same things and, and for non-photographers who are most of the people who are hiring us, um, they, they can't tell the difference between a good photo and a great photo. Um, so they're just like, Oh no, these all look good. Uh, so I'm going to go with whatever. Uh, but if you can like find that thing that fuels you, then the people who are also fueled by that, um, like your rocker brides, Mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna find you and whenever they're going through like 15 different uh photographers and then they come to your website and then they see the like they feel the the feels of your photos are like all right this is different i'm i'm gonna i want to call madison and see if she's available on her date because this would be fun to work with her um so Absolutely. I've even had, I had actually, I just shot their wedding last month, but I had a couple that told me they were like, you were the only photographer we reached out to because you're the only person that we saw reception photos on your, on your Instagram. And, Mm -hmm. um, and they were like, we, they had a teeny, 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 tiny ceremony with like just their, um, it was just their immediate family. So, uh, parents and siblings and they hired me to shoot that. And then we went to the reception and partied for like six hours. And that's because nice. that was like the most important part of the day to them was that all of their friends oh, yeah. were coming and they were just throwing a big party. Yeah. And so, like, and like you said, just, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that if you're really, really good at the details, use that to get the brides that are like, really, it's really important to them, all of the details that they put into their wedding. And they really want that captured in like all of the little special things that they made yeah. Their wedding, their wedding. Yeah. Just capitalize on whatever, whatever part of the day is your favorite and that you really excel at. And it, yeah. it connects with couples so well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even if it's like food photography, if you're yeah. really into like the, the Netflix, like chef's table show, <laughs> you're like, I want to recreate like the lighting and scenarios and stuff. Like I'm going to take my plate and just do something amazing. So you remember what you ate on your wedding day, um, which, which also often gets overlooked. And I have definitely overlooked it um, early on where I was like, I need to take photos of fajitas. It's cool. Um, Cause in Texas we have like fajitas and barbecue. Oh, all the time. And that's about it. Um, and unless you're like uh, getting into like the, the fancier hotel weddings where they're yeah. like, uh, you know, I don't know, chicken cordon bleu. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've had that at a wedding before. Um, but yeah. Okay, cool. I love that. Um, okay. So I is there going back to concerts real quick? Um, I know this is probably like a uh who's your favorite child type question, but do you have a concert um, or an artist that just um, maybe not the the absolute top, but just like pops into your head of this was an amazing experience, amazing concert. You should go see them next time you can. Oh no, I have it right on the top. Okay. Right okay. Cool. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite band in the entire world is 21 Pilots. And mm, I got mm-hmm. to shoot, which on top of I just adore their music. They also, if you've never been to a 21 Pilots show, they do a phenomenal job of just like making shows an experience and their production is just out of this world and it's so good. Um, so I, I got to shoot them. It was actually the first show at Dickie's arena in Fort worth, which is a new venue um, that opened at the end of 2019 and then everything shut down and then everything shut down. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I shot them and I'm actually, so 
I don't know how much you know about them. They're, they're currently on tour okay. and they're doing kind of a cool thing where, um, they're in a city for like a week and they shoot or not shoot. They, uh, they play four shows. Uh, and so they start at like the smallest venue in the city and then work their way up to the arena. That's so they'll cool. play like a 700 capacity venue and then like a 3000 and then like a 5,000 and like 10,000. Um, so I just got back from, I went to their shows in Denver. I got to, uh, attend two of those shows and I'm going to Chicago next week and I'm attending their smallest show. And I put in a press request to shoot all three shows. I didn't hear back from the last two, but I got an email back for the Chicago show. So they, they they said that they'll confirm officially the day before. So that 21 pilots was my absolute favorite I've ever shot. If I get to shoot them at the small show, that will definitely be my like absolute favorite that I shoot. And I haven't even done it yet, but I adore oh, yeah, them. Yeah. And they're they're so fun to shoot. Yeah, I've heard uh, a, a, another photographer friend, she loves 21 Pilots and like snuck in her camera to a yes. show once. Um, I was like, no, I really need this big purse for my 70 to 200. And um, yeah, I saw some of the photos. I was like, that looks like a really fun show. I've heard uh, at least a few of their songs. I I know that they have like I listen. I have like Spotify playlists that have them Mm -hmm. on there, Um, but I haven't really dove deep into their discography. So I'll have to I'll have to do that because I I think they're probably up my alley in in genre wise of what I like Uh, I can get a I can get super nerdy with them because they're they create like whole worlds with their albums and it's there's so many like hidden Mm. meanings that you really have to like dig into they're just they're phenomenal I have another quick funny story that actually 21 pilot show that I shot um but another photographer friend of mine was shooting that show too and all of a sudden he was shooting and every single photo that he took was coming out just like pitch black. And he opened his lens and a piece of confetti had flown in. Cause he was changing lenses when they like shoot, they shoot confetti like the yeah. first song at that, at that show at least. Um, uh-huh. And he was changing lenses mid like confetti shoot and a piece of confetti had stuck to the inside of his lens when he like put it on. <laughs> so he's like, I'm glad I noticed that and just didn't think that my camera was like broken. Right. Yeah. Or just like keep shooting and yeah, then, and it's just all black. <laughs> yeah, and not looking at the back of your camera at all. Um, yeah. Oh man, I'm always worried with that. Like anytime that it's like raining or snowing mm-hmm. or like right now with like the leaves are starting to fall. Anytime that I'm changing out lenses, I'm always like hunched over, yeah. like making a little bridge with my body yeah. to shield anything because I just am always worried of something going in there and then messing up my sensor. Um, but I'm glad that it didn't like mess up a sensor or anything, yeah. uh, with the confetti in there. It could have been way worse than it was. It could have been way worse. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's great. Um, awesome. Cool. Well, Madison, I have loved this conversation. Um, I, it's making me want to go buy concert tickets right now, mm-hmm. um, for just, any anyone and like I know that a lot of people are are now touring in uh or like setting up their tours for 2022 um I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get on that with some of my some of my favorites most of the people that I like love to go see uh like there's a band called me without you oh Uh, I've seen them they're fun they're fun uh they're they're very uh high energy um which I like but most of the time the venues are like 200 people maybe. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. And there's like one spotlight too. So if you're trying to do photography, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> but the shows oh, yeah. are great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, any of the photos that I've taken at their shows are just like horrible. And this this one guy uh on the tambourine was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone else is just blurry. Um, but yeah, I like anytime that they come to Texas, I always want to see them. So um I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to think I'm going to have to go get those concert tickets. Um, but awesome. Well, cool. Uh, so before we kind of wrap this up, there's a part of the show that I like to ask, you know, what we're loving uh, this week, um, could be movies, TV shows, uh, music, obviously, um, anything at all, uh, could just be the weather. Um, what, 
what are you loving this week? Um, definitely the weather. It's not 95 degrees anymore, which is nice. Yeah. Texas is finally starting to get a little cooler. Um, so that's definitely one. <laughs> yeah, slightly. Not slightly. Not all that much, but it does. It is nice. Like I like literally five or maybe 10 minutes before we started recording, I was outside playing um, like wiffle ball baseball with my six-year-old. And I was like, this is a really like pleasant evening. I'm not sweating and I'm actually doing something outside. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's definitely been a plus. It's not, it's not cold, but it's not. Right. Horrifically hot. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, I've been, I always listen to music while I'm editing, uh, which is all I've been doing the last few days. So there's a band called Architects who put out an album earlier this year called uh, For Those That Wish to Exist. It's wonderful. Um, I've had that on repeat all, really all year. It came out in like February, I think, but that's my like go-to while I'm editing and I've been in an editing frenzy. So definitely Mm -hmm. recommend Architects if you haven't listened to them. That's what I've been loving. Nice. I have um, I have a playlist on Spotify that I just add albums that yes. people tell me about. And it's just like, I think it's called like Adventure in Music or something like that. And uh, I'm going to have to add Architect in there. Um, I'm always looking for for new songs because I love I love to be able to sing along with songs. So I go back to anything that I know. Because yeah, it's it's great. But um, but yeah, for editing it's probably usually better that I don't know the lyrics because uh, sometimes <laughs> that'll take me out of editing. And right. then I'm just like three songs later, I'm like, I'm on the same photo. I should probably uh, <laughs> listen to something else. Yeah. Um, okay. I do the, I do the discover weekly on uh, Spotify that I'll listen to that while I'm editing too. So I like kind of get new songs. Mm-hmm. Rotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the same way. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Sweet. I will. Um, I'm going to add that. And I'm also going to have like links to all these things in the show notes uh, for anyone listening uh, that you're curious about out the album or, or the Texas weather. I will have yes. a link to what the weather weather is like today. Um, okay. So let's see, what am I loving? I, I started a new show. Um, Cause I, I don't have a lot of time to like sit and watch shows. So I, I watch parts of shows or movies while I'm like washing the dishes or mm-hmm. making dinner or something like that. Um so I started a show called Midnight Mass. Um and that it, popped up on my Netflix. Yeah it recently came out like maybe a week ago um on Netflix and it's by the the same I don't know if it's the same creator or the same uh I think it's the same creator and director of uh, like the haunting at Hill house and the haunting of Bly Manor and like that whole like haunting series, um, which I really like because they are more creepy than they are horror. Um, like they're not jump scares and like gory type stuff. Mm-hmm. They're more like, uh, not really suspenseful either, but just like kind of, uh, creepy stories. Um, and I, I really like how, those tied in like the episodes tied in really well with each other and i'm only a few episodes in to uh midnight mass and um i really like it it's it's really good it's let's see it's set on a small island like 125 people um so super small and um and then one of the guys who grew up there is coming back uh, and he was like in prison for a while because he had uh, I think he was drunk, driving drunk and ended up killing someone. Um, so then he's coming back and like, it's, it's just follows the whole, uh, the whole Island and how they're like, some people are walking him, welcoming him back and some aren't. And then like, there's a new priest in town and it's, it's very interesting. Um, it's got some, some creepy vibes to it. And if you are not a, um, horror slasher type person. Um, it is not anything like that. Uh, so don't worry. Uh, at least the first like two and a half episodes are nothing like that. I can't speak toward the end of the the series. Um, but I'm really liking it. It's, 
I, I really liked the the haunting at Hill House and Bly Manor and that series. So it's um, by uh, Mike Flanagan, I think. Um, so it's it's good. It's got the same feel as those. Uh, so if that interests you, definitely check it out on Netflix. I'll have to add that to my list. That sounds yeah. great. It's it's good. I'm liking it. It's it's very dark though. Um, so sometimes it's hard to watch uh like during the day um because like you'll hear the hear the music that like there was something in the shadow and like oh I couldn't see what was in the shadow I (laughs) I should have been scared but I wasn't (laughs) because I was watching it during the day um but yeah that's what I'm that's what I'm loving this week but um okay so Madison, where can people find you? Where can they uh, follow along, see your see your wedding photography, your concert photography, um, all those things? So I am Earth to Madison, all spelled out uh, on Instagram. My website is just earthtomadison.com. That's for weddings. If you want to see uh, my concert photography portfolio, that's going to be earthtomadisonphotography.com because I haven't found a good way to mesh those two websites yet. So that's where you can find me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, yeah, everyone go follow Madison. Um, And if you really like the show, like DM us, uh, take a screenshot, tag us on Instagram. Uh, I'm always, uh, I always love seeing who's listening and getting to chat with y'all in the DMs and, you know, here in the Facebook group as we're recording this. That was so fun. Thank you so much again. Absolutely. Yeah, I I loved it. It was was great. Y'all, how great is Madison? I loved getting to talk with her. And if you're anything like me, um, you've already pulled up the tour dates on, on some of your favorite bands. Madison and I talked about how important it is to blend your personality into your work, and I think she is fantastic at it. If you have not already, definitely go check out earthtomadison.com. As always, you can find all the things in today's show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 84. This podcast was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can join us for the next live podcast and ask your questions live in the podcast group um, by searching for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast on Facebook. All the ads in today's episode are affiliate partnerships, which means that you get a few dollars off uh, for a great deal. And then we also get a few dollars whenever you check them out. Uh, So it's a great way to to get a great deal and also support this podcast. So thank you for those of you who have already checked out our sponsors and those who are going to do it now. Go do it now. Uh, This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Madison is at Earth. Madison, and you can find me at All Hard Photo. If you enjoyed today's episode, screenshot it, share it in your stories. I would love to connect. Uh, send me a DM. Let's let's talk. Until next week, see you in the Facebook group. Bye.